wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the phone while Scotty's talking Way too long, got time to smoke one more Taking the message to the people now Keep smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down Into the grow talk. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are I'm you prepared, ready? Prepared, sir. I'm yes. Ready. Yes, Van Ripsen. It was like siesta. I wish I would. It was, what's when siesta time? Like three to six? Is, is it two to time? four? Is it four to six? I don't know, man. It's no, siesta time, the cool part about that is just whenever you want it to be. Ah. That's what I'm talking about. But yeah. that sounds like a grower's talk. life, man. A grower can take a nap whenever they want, right? Yeah, but you know what would lock siesta time in would be a margarita, some chips and salsa, and a J. All right, hey. I know what I know what I'm doing for dinner tonight. Thanks for solidifying that, dude. Man, it's no Tuesday worries. too, Taco Tuesday. Let's go. <laughs> you say that booze, man, and I find it really slows me down. I mean, I, I have a you know I, I have to think about it these days, and dude, just having a couple beers or whatever, man, I am not used to it. The way I can just smoke a you know, I just had some bubble hash with that, some Pollock and Pinot. I was really stoned. I'm a little bit less stoned now but i sure don't feel hung over or or, or you know beat up from maybe it. that means you need some tequila in your life because it's one of the only alcohols that is also a stimulant because it's from the agave plant <laughs> should make you go wild taco tuesday man it sounds it's about like they food. got to him man who is it the jose cuervo people got the guru man all or, right or los mexicanos mi amigos <laughs> somebody says tequila one more time it's part of one of my rules <laughs> executive producer jay maestro man yes what do you got Come on, Jay Meister. I was actually preparing for the show, and I was just looking at, at how the, the grow questions are answered. He is amazing, man. So one of the questions, he was out helping us out with a question about hollow stems that I really didn't know about. And, uh, wow, just an excellent answer. And it was oh, yeah, yeah, I did read some yeah, of that one. Just, I'm going to leave it to you to paraphrase that shit. <laughs> uh, paraphrase it is awesome, and thanks for the knowledge, and thanks for taking the time. That, that's, that takes time, man. So I appreciate it, Maestro. He does that just out of the goodness of his heart, man. So right on, kindred spirit. My, my Florida brother. All right, let's check who's growing some dank over on Instagram here. Hashtag Good Grow Show. We got the first one, Chronic Cool. What is it? Yeah, Chronic Cool Grows. Okay. Z. Because I turn my back for a second and she's in the veg tent for some selective pruning and general helping. Nice. <laughs> He's just got a look. What's that? Cat. Cute kitty cat in there. What do they call that? A calico kitty? I don't know. It's a lot healthier looking than your studio cat. My studio cat is uh, <laughs> nothing wrong with being a large mammal. Uh, and round at the same time. Yes. <laughs> she was a anyway, rescue, okay? Uh, some people definitely do not recommend letting your animals in the grow room at all. Other times, it's just kind of irresistible, right? If Maybe you have an indoor cat and you're not worried about it. Your cat really likes the cannabis plants, you want to give it a little therapy as well to with the therapy it gives you. I so, would, but, what do cats have? Don't cats carry fleas on them? And no, I mean, they, like they're that, just so. they're just a great vector for insects. That's my Because they're going to be outside rubbing up along everything. Mm-hmm. And then they come in and, I mean, there's so much space for bugs to hide in their fur and everything and, and pop out when well. they want to. And yeah. like that, that's really what bugs on the outside have kind of evolved to do is to be able to move. Piggyback, you, yeah. Piggyback and move using animals. Makes sense what if it's an indoor cat um might be all right then yeah it might be all right you're all right dude you're all right bring your cat in anyway who cares man we'll just spray a right. on both of them the plants and the kitty 
You know, that's one of them collars of that's what's in it. Imidacloprid is in those things, man. <laughs> okay, if you guys are watching the video show, we have had slight technical difficulties, but all else is well. Where'd all you right, go, moving dude? On. Where'd you get, look, right in the, and the, and the uh, B-nail turned to 666 at the exact time, man. <laughs> so, Red-Eye Jedi, Red-Eye Jedi, the Red-Eye Jedi here, over on Instagram, hashtag Good Girl Show, is pulling out, says, day 35, hashtag Banana Banana Buckeye. Buckeye. The Banana Buckeye. Is that Ohio? And he's under... A cl- and look at this first picture, even guys. This is just what why I like SK man. It's showing off. He's under an SK one forty. Is that what that is? That's a was that a mother's little helper or a that's closet a, case? Closet, closet case, one hundred forty wow. watt light. Nice. And this is just a great. Plant, if you guys man. haven't seen, you should check out the video showing this. This is just a great showing what this one hundred forty watt light will do for a plant. Good looking flower structure. Good canopy. And he's going to have a good harvest, dude. I'm definitely a fan of these things. Good yeah. trike formation down in this last pitcher. Um, Looks like all, all he's using was an amended roots organic soil and mammoth pea and recharge. Nice. Yep. Look how Keeping many it hashtags Keeping he has, simple. man. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys get motivated uh, for for this uh, these results, Spectrum King LED, coupon code DUDESK. Help support the show. Help pimp your garden, man. I've never seen trikes like I've seen trikes with those lights. Almost yeah, right. Couldn't have anything to do with the recharge, sir. Uh, no, it's a combination. <laughs> Actually, somebody had a request. I don't think I put it up on the show yet uh, to go over, which we'll cover in another Grow Talk or two. They're like, dude, what is your problem? Like, you need to go over in detail how that grow went down with the Scroopy Noopers. What was your technique? Why do you right. think this worked this way, this way? Because it was great flower and it got second place. I'm like, you're right. I'll, we'll have to. That is up and coming. Nice, nice. You don't have any. You can't problems, use nice dude. anymore. It's banned. You don't have any problems. Show. Yes, sir. Get yes, your thesaurus out, sir. All right. Okay. All right. Grow talk, man. Which got? got here? Yo, 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 mama got bugs. Yo, mama got. <laughs> so this is posted by yo mama, <laughs> and it goes, Yo, mama got bugs. All right. All right. That's not mama shit, we man. Can't you gotta watch it back here. Remember, like, the kids that were really sensitive about the mama talk back in the day? Like, they just start to fight right away. Because they had a hot mom. (laughs) Well, they could just be like, I don't know. You know, all the mama jokes, and some kids would not take that shit well, which is fine. Why are you talking about my mama? Get a sense of humor, man. Get a sense of humor. Remember there was that show on MTV that was all about Yo Mama? It was just... uh, Yeah, uh, I watched it at your mom's house. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good podcast now. But no, it was Yo Mama. It just it was just... Going back and forth for a half hour. It was great. Wilmer Valmaramas. <coughs> I got, hey there, DDC. Yo mama is back. I posted earlier about plant problems I was having. Out of curiosity, I checked the roots and found these little bastards. What are they? They don't <laughs> look like the fungus gnats I've been battling. And I found them deeper in the soil than where fungus gnats typically are found. If you can help me identify them, I would be so grateful. Also, how do I get rid of them? I have some clones and don't want to get infected. We're looking at a pick of just a nasty-looking little beast here. Right. What, what is this, like a little, little mini white crawly yeah, This is Phylloxera. Yeah, we know what these are, man. Those are root aphids, bro. This is That's some wings developing there on the back of them. Yeah, they almost look like, like a, I don't know, my friend calls them little tailpipes. Oh, you know, but you see the two of them there, and those are root aphids, and that is, that's just the worst scourge you can get, in my opinion, because uh, 
uh, man, because you you just need your roots to be healthy and to not uh, to not ever slow down. Once they slow down on this plant, it's not like it's a twenty year plant that you can you know get back next year. You know, you're supposed to harvest this thing in a hundred days. Yeah, you gotta make Dude, a decision. These, these things wiped out grape like entire vineyards. Mm-hmm. So it's it's not like something that that's just short term that they can affect. Right. They they are, they are legitimately scourge of the earth. Yeah. Like they so they fuck everything. The, the options once you have them, it's, there's not very many good options. You're gonna your plants are gonna be so damaged. You're gonna need to either spend a fortune. I don't know the beneficials. You know, I don't know that you can do it with just beneficials. Um, but I would just what, say to, to get rid of them, to get rid of them. Yeah. In time, uh, in time, I'm, you well, can well, maintain no. just, just beneficials probably mm-hmm. aren't even going to get rid of these. It's, I mean, you're going to need some, some harsh chemicals. Or, so anyway. Well, no, 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 not, not harsh chemicals. There, there are some biological, uh, controls that they have for this oh, yeah, that, are, that, that are getting yeah. better and better. You're right. There is Med that 52 one. is mm-hmm, one of them. Botanigar mm-hmm. WP works pretty well. All of which. Are very expensive. Keep in mind. Oh, I mean, yeah, you're, and now you're paying a lot of money to treat a damaged crop. You know, so you got to kind of think what hap- what happens if I just cut my losses here, find out what I did wrong, clean everything up, and start from scratch again. Well, no, yeah, and, and have, use the an proper IPM. use the proper preventatives and have an IPM ready to go to combat these that right. you already have implemented, so that you know when that you get be there. when you get one of them, you don't end up with an infestation; you end up with a dead aphid. But if he has your other area, because well, I believe but let's you talk have- about that really quick, man, because that's a really good point, Guru. Is that if you have so if you know that you have root aphids or you're prone to them. So when the root aphids come back, don't say, oh, I hope they don't come back. I hope I got every single one and every single egg. You know, think that they're going to come back and be ready for them. So have predators there. And the worst case scenario is your predators starve or eat each other. You know, that's the worst case scenario is you wasted a little bit of money on some predators. But have an IPM in place. Grand Diva, another good product. We actually, Marone Bioinnovations has a couple of pretty good products. I think my buddy knows the lead singer of Grand Devo. The, uh, lastly, if you have a veg area that's separate, don't think, you know, they're definitely clean. But if they're small enough plants that you can do complete dunk with, like, you know, if it's a little two-inch container or rock wools, right. even if they're four-inch little plants, I am fairly confident in being able to handle infestation when I can a complete dunk. I mean, I mean, I'm mixing up mixing a solution in a five gallon bucket. I can get every part of that root zone, plant surface. Yeah, but where they come that. from? You know, what I mean, where are they come from? They come from the corner of your wall. Did your dog bring them in? Are they, they outside? Usually come in a mix, and you bring them in in a um, you know in a contaminated soil or something like that, or an amendment. My point is, if you got them once, be ready to get them again. I don't know. You could be that customer I had back in the day. He'd be like, root aphids, man, shit. I always got about 10, 15% infestation of those gas. But I still do good, though. Yeah, and he's always keeping them in check. Yeah. All right, so uh, moving on to yes. hollow stems. Uh, oh, there you go. This, this is where my boy Maestro shines. Come on. Come on. So by Soul Farming, because I have a question about hollow stems. After harvesting, is having the hollow tube running through your stem good or a bad thing? I've seen people say it's a calcium deficiency, but there's no signs throughout the cycle. Any thoughts? I've seen this. I've had different mm-hmm. plants. Some have been really hollow. Yep. Some have not been hollow at all, depending. I think it was just genetics for me. Yeah, and I've had some super dank uh, plants that was super hollow stems as well. I used to think that, that it was a good thing because I used to think, oh, the, you know what would happen when I cut it? Uh, water would like bubble up. I'd get like this purple kind of thick water bubble that would like bubble up the top of it. And I'd like, yeah, that's a vascular system right there. But let's, Maestro actually really helped and explain this really well. So... I don't know. You want to hit it? You want me to hit it? 
You can hit it. I you got you, it. man. Okay, Maestro says hollow stems are mainly a result of genetics and a lack of air movement. Plants with hollow stems tend to be more, more vigorous because it takes them less energy to grow tall. They tend to have more elongated spacing between nodes and thinner cell walls because of it. It's a fairly common trait because breeders tend to choose these super vigorous plants. So uh, how can you as a grower thicken the hollow stems up? Several things contribute to stem thickness. I cannot stress air movement enough. I put my plants through severe resistance training to bulk the stems up. So I uh, says, they're like wall fans then and keeping your yep. stuff moving around and not just standing there doing nothing, you know? Yep. He says it starts right out of the cloning chamber. He says, uh, right out, you, you do the clones three, four days without any wind. Uh, and then as soon as they get out, he goes, they're catching, he says they're catching a beat down about till about halfway through flowering. And then after that, it should be strong enough that you really don't need to mess with them too much at the end of flowering. Well, you're about to take them anyway, but always beating them down all the time can stress them, guys. I have mm-hmm. one of my tricks is to have my wall fan is on a 15 minute tab timer, so the fan's on for 15, it's off for 15, the whole all day, all night long, 24 hours a day. So the plants get a break. I always like to say, hey, what can I do that would be close to nature? Is it always windy in nature? No, right. it's not always windy in nature. So right. I like. A fan to not always be hitting one part of the garden too hard. I will tell you, I'm going to start taking notes, man, because I'm just thinking about your scroopy noopers now. And, uh, yeah, okay, maybe these little things do make a difference. Sometimes I'm like, ah, ah, whatever, man. But maybe you're right, man. I don't know. All the little things that add up together to make a greater difference. Not just one, but a few different things, you know. And my secret bottles, dude. The dude says, little things mean a lot. I mean, yeah, it says many, I'll go on, and many have claimed mineral, certain mineral deficiencies cause hollow stems. He goes, this is kind of true, um, but not all the plants want the same mineral ratios. I'm going to give it up more to genetics and air movement. If you're feeding your plant a complete diet of, you know, base nude or your amended soil, you should be good there. But I've, I've had really hollow stems with no complaint other than be careful training them. Training, trying to train a plant with a stem that's too hollow can be Easy a little bit tricky em. sometimes. If you break them, all you got to really do is take like a popsicle stick or something like that and uh, zip tie them up. And it's amazing that they just fix it themselves. <laughs> you know, like they'll repair themselves. It's actually like what super cropping is. Just, or just use it. I mean, straight up, everybody's got Band-Aids in their house, man. Why not put one on your plants? Owie. <laughs> All right. Uh, The best advice from the dude, sir. I want to figure this out. Over on YouTube, man, we had uh, Hillbilly Hydro Grower. All right. First off, paraphrasing, who wants to know, I'd like to know more about bottom feeding hempies. Yes. I have a setup going right now, and they are fucking awesome. The conversation of bottom feeding hempies, you're probably going to have at least two. You can have one bucket, but if you're having a system starting at two, three, four, whatever. They're all connected. Daisy chained, yeah. And they're daisy chained about two inches up from like the hole. Isn't right? a daisy chain actually? Wouldn't a daisy chain be in the middle? I don't know. They're all chained together, sir. Oh, right? yeah. Now, after the fact that they're all in there, they're, they're, they're all, the holes are about a couple inches up. So there's like a little res two almost inches. in the bottom of each one. Pretty much two inches exactly. Yeah. Okay. And that's filled with perlite? 
Yeah, I, I, I can tell you how I do it, man, is, is the bottom two inches I fill with perlite and I make like a nice big hole. I'll actually use like one inch tubing. I usually buy the, if I'm doing a, it's small, I'll use five gallon buckets. And if I'm doing it big, I'll go over to Walmart and I'll buy those, what are they like, keg, you know how if you're having like a keg party, not a keg party, yeah, I guess a keg party, a keg will fit in one or, uh, you know, they're like these big 16 ounce or 16 gallon rubber totes with the handles on them, the rope handles on the side. Yeah. Get them for like four or five bucks, and if you're careful, the ones that that the that plastic leeches off of. <laughs> okay, I don't know what to tell you, man. Uh, anyway, Go I ahead. will use those for my for my large, and I put a two inch thing of perlite in the bottom, chunky perlite. I get too, not not the little stuff, but the big chunky. And then you can either um, you can either take like a like you were asking about radical bags. You can take a radical bag and just shove it right in there, uh, like a five. I guess what what size would you use for the five gallon container? That's the one I've done it with the best where you take, like, I think it's like a four gallon or maybe it's a, a three gallon radical bag and you put it in the five gallon and it's like a sleeve and it's pretty cool because you can actually rotate it around. Um, but so, See, but that's my, it's be mm -hmm. tricky. I might try to design this system. I don't want to put it in a tall five gallon. I feel like I need a container for it that wouldn't be, I only need like half of a five gallon bucket to put in, you know, to put a, why, you guys, uh, if you're, why, why wouldn't you're, you just get a like three inch tray? And set up the whole system in the three-inch tray and leave it open-aired and just That's sit, your, sit yeah. your radical bag in the tray. Radical bag in the tray. Three so put, yeah. put two inches of perlite in the bottom of the mm -hmm. radical bag, yep. mm -hmm. sit your radical bag in a three-inch deep tray, and then have your uh, your hose set up at an, at an inch or at two inches in there and then have yeah, a slave reservoir with a float in it. I mean, you could definitely do that. You know what? And then you could pull plants out of the system super easy. Yes. And and move them around and move them to different sites or anything because yep. it's just all in that radical bag. You know, right, and here's how it works. I'm, I'm, and I'm not telling, I'm asking, sure. thinking. So you got your, guys, if you don't know, a radical bag is it's a made in the USA bag out of, a, I think it's a, I want to say PVC material, totally washable. It's got all these micro holes um, for the roots to breathe. So if it's sitting on two inches of perlite that constantly gets irrigated and floods up, you, that's where you get all the wicking, whether you're in peat or cocoa or whatever, like you don't have to top water at all, right? It's, correct. Correct. As long as you have enough irrigation going on for it to wick up. You just have to have it sitting. It's actually uh, from when when I use them, they're actually sitting in to the, in the in the the perlite is actually sitting in water. The perlite is saturated. The roots grow into the perlite. The, these little roots grow into the perlite, and you would think that it would be a problem, but it's not. All right, I'll just think like about it. I've been, I've been wanting to tinker with a irrigation system like that, but hillbilly hydro grower, um, it is a really good way. I've never grown that way, Scotty, as many times, but it's a good way to not have to worry about irrigation as much, and it's a pretty simple setup. Yeah, if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to have to worry about it, I can go away. I was gone out of that room for a week, and uh, my wife went in there this morning. She was feeling very positive. She was like, it's so dry in here. Oh, my God, but these beds are so dry. Um, and they were, but my, my bottom wicking system was perfect, absolutely perfect. I didn't have to worry about it, you know? So it is a cool system, very simple to use with uh, synthetic newts, too. A little what, A and B nutrient, I'll say, um, a little recharge on top once a week keep the microbes going. It's a cool system. I, I will keep on going. At Scotty Real DDC, I've been uh, doing my Instagram lately. Stay tuned. I'll show off, I'll show off my uh, bottom feeding system. Bottom feeder hashtag. All right. Let's take a <laughs> quick break here. 
I'm going to uh, yes, shout out real quick to uh, Grow More on the way out to break, guys. Just to remind you, Grow More, if you listen to any of the earlier episodes of our show, Jake's been on the show a few times as well as was a supporter and is a supporter of the show. And they just got good shit. Yep. They got a lot of nutrient programs. Dudegrows.com is a huge resource. Costa Mesa Steve, an old cat that left a lot of knowledge on there with whether you want to try and feed with their straight. Like, look, I'm on this budget, man. I'm on this. I got to do what I can do to get my price out of this pound. Right. Um, there's recipes for that. Or just check out two of their products I really dig, which would be their BioCozyme or their Grow More, the Fish and Kelp. Fish and Kelp in one product. Uh, well, up your garden, man, and they have great deals on that shit. Absolutely, just, product at a reasonable price. Just so you know, I'm keeping my bottom feeding system alive because I'm so you know uh, lazy right now. I just have 20-20-20. I took uh, the Grow More's twenty twenty twenty, and I used a quarter teaspoon per gallon in my reservoir, and it lasts for ten days. I'll go do it again this ten days, and my veg plants look beautiful, except except for the one that's grown in in beer cans and gym socks. Turns out that doesn't work. <laughs> Turns no, out it doesn't, it, it work, doesn't that work well. well. It doesn't work well. I saw that with like it was like a Haitian people that were doing it with an old. They would slice an old tire in half, put a tiny bit of visqueen in there. They didn't have soil, and they were just trying to grow little bits of herbs. So they gave them like these miracle grow packets, and they were just growing little bits of herbs that they could eat just to have some green. You know, in these Haitian ghettos, it was fucking cool when I saw it, man. Well, let's talk about break. aluminum. Guys, we'll be right back. Check it all out. As I always say, we love to grow. Questions getting up there on dgrows.com. I'm getting through most of all of those, uh, as well as just use that search bar over there at the top of our site, man. It's a great way to check for some knowledge for your garden, see what we got going on, and uh, we'll be right back. Yeah. All right. Here, tell me who is slinging the RC in church. <laughs> you know, I don't even. This is just more of a funny story, Guru. What were you talking about? The plumeria grower that called us plumerias and these beautiful tropical plants. I want to say they might make Hawaiian lays out of them in Hawaii. Um, it's like the beautiful white and pink and and just different colored flowers. Yeah, he said the best thing he's ever added to 
What he waters to his plumerius is recharge. Yeah. And he's never had better plumerius than when he's using recharge. And you know what? I know he's, I was in the plumerius when I was in Florida. And I remember there was a hurricane one time and my neighbor had this beautiful plumeria tree. I was just trying to get a cut off. It's just a clone. And it's so easy. All you got to do is just break a piece of it off and you can get it to root like basically in water. It's like a willow tree where you can just stick it straight into the ground. Yeah. So I went out there. Acid. It was the middle of a hurricane. It was probably six. 70 mile an hour winds you know it wasn't 100 mile an hour but it's 70 mile an hour winds and I decided I was gonna go grab a clone off my neighbor's tree because he wouldn't see me and I sure enough I went out there and I broke a branch off and I was all excited about it walking back and he just looked at me he was staring out his back window looking at me shaking his head (laughs) this old man it was so funny man good shit got busted you can't explain that stuff. You just got to wait for the guy to die. You know what I mean? I'm not going to explain that away. <laughs> All right. Bitcoin bud. Yeah. Leaves as mulch because I covered this. We covered this Grow Talk question. Like, it looks hey, like you're old, Bitcoin, like, aren't you, buddy? What's up? <laughs> it's like busting gurus balls on Bitcoin a lot, man. Oh, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Some jokes Scotty never gives up on. <laughs> so... The uh, leaves is mulch. We kind of commented on this. Uh, we're looking at a picture here. He's got his plants, and he's using, like, deciduous forest leaves, like oak, maple, whatever, so leaves that have turned that. brown, sure. crumpled up. And here's, here, here's what he's got to sow. He goes, hey, bud, why is your garden covered with leaves? I get this question a lot when people see my vegetable garden and when dude looks at my cabinet grow on Instagram. <laughs> the short enough. answer is because this is what we used in the family garden growing up. My dad always mulched with leaves, but it turns out dad was right, even if he didn't exactly know why. The simple truth is everything we're trying to accomplish by mulching, deciduous forest trees have already figured out and perfected millions of years ago. Lay down an overlapping barrier of organic material that will smother out and prevent pests and weeds from taking root, check. Help buffer and retain proper soil moisture, check. Create a biome for beneficial bacteria, microbes, and fungi to thrive. Check. Preach. Enrich the soil with organic nutrients and minerals as naturally it breaks it naturally breaks down and decomposes. Check. We as gardeners think we are so smart when we figure out the obvious. When our ancestors were huddled in a cave picking bugs out of each other's hair, so Mother Nature <laughs> was already laying down the perfect mulch layer season after season to give her garden earth exactly what it needed when it needed it. Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. This perfect natural and organic mulch is totally free. Oh, man. I've never been more happy I didn't laugh at his leaves before, man, you know? I got it. You took the all only, the heat on the this. The only one, question mark here is for some it's growers would be bugs. What's on bugs. the leaves, man? Well, you know, is that, what, yeah, I mean, what just, they be. absolutely. And by the way, my bamboo, uh, when I, you know, I just leave the leaves, they, they call it self mulching. So the leaves just drop down. And I mean, I've got 20 acres of bamboo. The reason I don't have to use Roundup is because the leaves actually do form a mat and it, it smothers weeds. You don't get the weeds if you just leave the leaves. To, it's called self-mulching, I call it. But, yeah, it is amazing. So I totally agree with you. i just concerned once you bring things inside, it's no longer in balance in that natural ecosystem that was outside. So Yeah, uh, but I think you could kill bugs on leaves by baking those leaves in your oven at 350 for 30 minutes. And what else do you kill? <laughs> You know, you kill the fungus, or, you know, or everything why, else. Why, why don't you just let the leaves break down like you're supposed to into leaf mold? mold. Okay, there or, you go, mold. It's leaf mold. Okay. And, and it's basically the compost or the leaf equivalent of compost. Leaf mold. Leaf man. mold. Yeah, man. I got some of that outside of a dead show one time, man. 
Legit. <laughs> anyway, man, I like the way you're thinking there, Bitcoin bud. Absolutely. Uh, so fill us in if you're listening on that. What's up with the, uh, the worry about pests or how do you handle it or you don't have it? So moving on to some shout outs, man. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. Can I, can I get this first one? Robert Saucedo. <laughs> and come on, this is my boy right here. Milkweed, a.k.a. Urban Cowboy. Right. Nothing but love, brother. Northern Maine Weed Gnome. <laughs> Nate A. Nate has been awesome, man. Yeah. Rick T. 420. Carrie O'Filan. Oh, hey, Gold Diamond. What's up? Yeah. And Ross Sheepdog. Don't forget the banter with a little soul spice, homie. All right, guys, keep that growth going. Fight for your right to grow anytime, anywhere, anyhow, inside, outside. Fight um, for your right to grow weed. Come on, it's a parody right there. All right, take it easy. <laughs> Peace out. Take it easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says is to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep good buzz on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads at natural medicine Go ahead and try something new it's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep the good vibes on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed I like to smoke it all day long Get away!